0: When it comes to sharing, I always say sometimes the stories that most need to be shared are the ones that are not told. The millennial generation is as follows. Welcome to Surrounded by Idiots.
1: Radio Podcast. Helping you to get 1% better every single day. That's it. That's all I'm asking for is 1% better. This is the Surrounded by Idiots radio podcast. Hey, everybody, it's Tony Dufresne, PhD, back with you. Really good to be back with you. I'm very excited this week because I have a very special guest. She's actually my own personal speaking and storytelling coach. Uh, Jen Jen the storytelling queen <laughs> as 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 all of her clients like to say uh hey Jen I'm gonna uh, I'm just gonna say hey and we're gonna do, let's chat for a couple seconds before I get into the to the major to the little three little stories so how are you today how are sure. you this morning i'm I'm doing fabulously how are you i'm doing great and i and there's not going to be any video this week because it to, totally my fault actually i i tried to get uh, i told jen and she said oh my god we're doing video and so she went in she got all ready and got everything set up and all that and then she sat down and we're ready to go and then it's my program is not working so i apologize for that <laughs> such a terrible <laughs> i made you go through all that <laughs> stuff and then look what happens so uh, we're going to talk okay. to Jen about storytelling today and how powerful, amazingly powerful, and really the only the only way you're going to be able to communicate anything effectively if you want to be a mover, if you want to be somebody that, that makes a difference in the world. You have to learn how to storytell in every aspect of life. So before that, let's get to the three feel-good stories of the week. The first one is about a high school senior. She was a homecoming queen, and then she put on a, a uniform and a helmet, and then she won the football game. So a high school senior in Ocean Springs, Mississippi, was crowned homecoming queen on Friday night. And then three hours later, she kicked the game-winning point in overtime for the school's football team. She ended up kicking two field goals in a game that ended regulation tie in 6-6. And then in overtime, she kicked the game-winning extra point as Ocean Springs beat the Rebels 13-12. to The second good feel of the story of the week is the Walmart employee gets on the floor to support a woman's back after she passes out. So there was a lady that was with her husband and she was shopping in Walmart and then she had a, a, a blood sugar or diabetes issues and she just passed out. There was a registered nurse that came over to her and was trying to you know, help her out and such, but she was uh, asking for help. And then uh, all of a sudden, Jason, a Walmart employee, came running around the corner. He got down on the floor with a woman and supported her back so she could lean up against him, uh, the nurse that was there with him. She said, you know, the media shows our country divided and filled with hate and racial tension. But this right here was one human being loving and serving another without condition of race or obligation. Third story of the week is siblings lift overturned SUV and save family with a newborn trapped inside. So Aaron Allen and his sister, Jalisa Jones, saw a car go into the water and flip over. And there was a mom and a dad and an 11-day-old baby inside. And uh, they said, I saw the water was seeping into the car. Where it was uh, turned upside down, Aaron told the news, uh, Fox News in Tampa. We tried to break the windows, but that didn't work. So the only thing I could think of was to flip the car over. So I told my sister to help me, so we could flip the car over to its side. So what happened is, as we flipped it over to the side, I took my shirt off and wrapped it around my fist and used my fist to break the windshield off. Now, the Aaron and Jaleesa saved all three people inside. And they're all doing fine, including the newborn. And interestingly enough, uh, Aaron, when he did that, when he wrapped the shirt around his wrist and punched it through it, he actually busted his hand up and he uh, like tore tendons in doing it. But they said he said afterwards it was totally worth it because he, he saved a, he saved an entire family. How kickass is that? Those are three stories we should be hearing on the news, but we do not. So I wanted to share those with you. Okay, now back to the storytelling and the public speaking. And with Jen, my friend and my own personal coach, the whole fact in terms of storytelling and communication, I uh, I started out in, and I've been in. I was in radio a long time ago. I was in radio in L.A. and then I was a, a voiceover talent. I was in Hollywood and I got a chance to do a voiceover training, and I got I was doing commercials and I did some industry stuff like you know training manuals and all that kind of crap, and. When I first got into this, when I first started doing my own thing, I thought, well, I already have the training. I can just start, and I can just start talking. I could do my podcast. I can start talking to people. But what I found was it just it wasn't working. I was dealing more from a uh, an announcer's standpoint. I was looking at it from I can effectively communicate something, but but in, in terms of the words, but the meaning just wasn't sinking in. I I didn't know how to touch people. So I went to this, uh, I, like what, probably six, 10, eight months ago, I went uh, back to New York City and went to a, a, a publicity summit because I wanted to stretch out and start doing interviews, talking to major networks. And I talked about this before on, on a past podcast. And when I got back there, uh, it was about pitching your, your you know, stuff to all these people. And Jen was there and she was consulting with, she was helping out one of her clients and she was at the at the conference. And we started chatting back and forth, and immediately because we're both uh, dry uh, witted smart asses, I think we connected quickly. <laughs> in in a, in a room for full, in a room full of very serious people, and uh, and I, I you know I was looking around going I I, I don't know it's, I just don't take it this seriously, but uh, and so we you know we had a little thing to laugh about there, and then I and then as we started talking we started talking about you know the storytelling part and. And, and two things happen. The first thing is, you know, we connected, and I started to see it, and I started to see the benefits of that. The second thing is, I started to recollect back and think, you know, what every single you know person that's successful that, that understands how to how to communicate, uh, that's in that that type of realm or that business, uh, even the Russell Brunsons, the entre- entrepreneurs, the Russell Brunsons, the Gary Vannerchucks and all the top you know CEOs, they all talk about storytelling. They all talk about it as the most effective, really the only way to effectively communicate. And uh, and then so when we when I talked with Jen, then she said, hey, I'm, I happen to be a coach. And I'm like, hey, let's do this. Because that that was one thing I finally, finally realized that I needed. I needed to make that next step. I kept hitting my head up against the wall, understanding I don't have the tools. I didn't have the tools. I still don't have the tools, but I'm working on it. So I've been working with Jen. How long have we been working together, Jen, for about, what, uh, two months now, give or take?
0: Yeah, it's about almost three months
1: now. Three months now. Okay, wow, time flies. See, so I want to. So that leads me into uh, Jen's background. Uh, Jen, can you tell us a little bit about how you got to this point, and uh, and and what you know what what you've worked on to get to where you are, this master storyteller uh, and uh, public speaking coach.
0: Well, my name, my official government name is actually Jennifer Samuel Chance, um, but I go by Jen, the storytelling queen, because my clients just insist on calling me that, so I'll take it.
1: Yeah, rightfully uh, so, so I'm by the way. From,
0: thank you. <laughs> I'm originally from London, England, and grew up there uh, most of my younger formative years, and my parents were from the Caribbean, and I blame this totally on them. Um, I come from a long line of storytellers. I grew up my entire childhood hearing vivid stories from my parents on their childhood, and that's the way I thought people communicated. Fast forward to 1980, my family and I, we decided to move to the US, and we moved to Florida, and I started my uh, business career, so to speak, which means I went to college, graduated, worked for a Fortune 500 company, uh, eventually got promoted, and was a Uh, manager with them and on the surface everything looked fine right no i was not happy um it just didn't suit me Mm -hmm. so uh after about 10 years with them i burnt out and literally left for another position that didn't work out and was kind of like swimming around in the fog a short version of the story because this could easily go on for another 15 minutes (laughs) (laughs) Uh, i came upon the world of speaking and storytelling and uh, within one fell swoop, I started to do some workshops around the Tampa Bay area, which is where I live, and also, too, performing as a professional storyteller, mm. um, and that's because the person that uh, saw that in me saw the initial talent that I think I inherited from my parents, and I used to perform as Miss Jen Jen, the storyteller. How you doing, darling? This is Miss <laughs> Jen Jen. And I would perform around Tampa, uh, Georgia. I did some mm-hmm. stuff in Vegas. And it was a lot of fun. Um, So I was speaking and storytelling. Fast forward to 2005, and I got a phone call out of the blue from a person that saw me perform as a storyteller three years before. And she had a speech she was going to give. She had some stories that she wanted to put in that came from the exploits from her son. (laughs) And she wanted me to um, just She says, can you tell me, just teach me how to tell these correctly. Mm -hmm. So I started coaching and coached her and it was like my whole world opened up and from 2005 that's essentially what i've been doing teaching people most of which uh people are not storytellers they're not speakers they are business people executives anybody that has to be in public and i just teach them the essence of how to use stories to connect to audiences which then translates to radio translates Mm -hmm. to webinars Mm -hmm. translates to marketing and leadership and sales and just about anything you could possibly imagine. You know, I think so that's how I got started.
1: I think that, which is a fascinating story. I think, I think that's one of those things where you just don't, you don't understand until you hear it, and then you don't, right? Because it's it it's one thing where you really can't pinpoint it. But if you listen to two people, the two people get up on stage, and one kind of sits there and throws out the facts and figures, and maybe some techno babble, and it just doesn't it doesn't connect with you emotionally on a story level. Mm-hmm. It doesn't formulate, and then you have another person up there who can craft that. Right. you're like whoa and sometimes i i would assume that that if people coming out that don't know and people coming out of the room y- if you kind of uh, interviewed them they would say i don't know that guy was amazing and they would say well why and they'd go i don't know he was just captivating and right. it was, be, and it, the thing is is that it and i'm speaking just for me because with my background my professional and my in my training background and stuff i just didn't get it I didn't get I didn't get that extra layer. I didn't get that 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 extra level that you need to go to that's an entirely different craft. I, I right? It, it really is because <laughs> yes, I again totally. because I've been I've been working with you for what 3 months now. I'm yeah. it, it's like oh my god, it's like beginner's mind stuff. <laughs> I'm like I'm starting from like scratch. And the in the right. worst part about it is for me and, I, and and maybe you know people have dealt with this before. I, I came in thinking, ah, I got this. I'm already way yeah. ahead. I remember, I'm already way ahead of the game. I already got, you know, I, I, did, I have had years in radio and I've had no, no. In fact, it makes it worse, doesn't it? Because the, I go in with these preconceived notions that I know what I'm doing. I don't know shit. Yeah. You know, and, right? And, and so you're like, it, but you're so patient and you're so great about, about walking me through these things. So can you give us the basics of, cause I think it's so important just for somebody to know, the basics of storytelling in using it in your relationships, using it in your everyday conversations, using it in trying to give get out your own message. In any aspect of life, can you kind of go through some basics of storytelling?
0: So the basics, basics, basics is this. Be yourself, which is what many people are afraid to do. Uh, they're afraid they'll be perceived a certain way. They may not measure up. Be yourself. And that's why people will connect with you, because I think there's so much fakeness out there, mm-hmm. so much smoke and mirrors. Um, and then sometimes when people do find out what the truth is, they're disappointed. The trust is, is broken. Mm-hmm. So I say be yourself. And in order to do that, you have to give yourself permission to be open and be vulnerable. And for some people, that's hard, because if you (laughs) come from a background, that's the the V word. (laughs) That's the V word, Jen. Oh, my God. Yeah, I'm sorry. I had to bring it. I had to bring it. I had to bring it. Because vulnerability, for some reason, for many, many decades has been thought of as being a sign of weakness. Mm -hmm. And I'm not the only one. There are many famous authors and people that are celebrities that actually now are very much touting the fact that vulnerability is a tremendous strength. The fact that you're willing to kind of like lay it all out there and be damned the consequences Mm -hmm. actually makes you stronger, not weaker. So vulnerability, I say, is important because then that encourages you to share stuff that you normally wouldn't share. And that that doesn't mean you put all your business out there and give us (laughs) too much information now. But usually there's inner thoughts, um, inner feelings, inner emotions that are private to us. And some of them may be painful. Some of them really highlight the fact that we did something that was really stupid and we don't really want people to know that. But guess what? Everybody goes through versions of that. So when you allow yourself to be open and vulnerable and share some of those foibles, so to speak, that's the connection. Now I'm not saying that you, I'm not saying that you have to just go around sharing all your bad stuff. You can share all your good stuff too. When it comes to sharing, I always say sometimes the stories that most need to be shares, shared are the ones that are not told. What, what so, do you, what would you mean um, by that?
1: And as an example,
0: well, I'm sorry.
1: I couldn't as say. an example, what would you what would you throw out there? Um
0: As an example, uh, for example, I'll, okay, I'll just uh, put put it right out there, Jennifer. Um, <laughs> I'm not necessarily the best with money. And I'm going to just be honest with that. Mm. Now, I have the tremendous ability to earn money quite well. I have skills, I have resources, but it wasn't until real recently um, when I went through some challenges that life likes to throw at you where my money wasn't as much as it normally was, but I continued with the habits of having abundance. Um, so then I ran into some troubles, ran into some troubles with credit and all that kind of stuff too. And I had to kind of like sit Take The mirror, look in front of the mirror, and say, Okay, Jennifer, admit you're not good with money. Let's go ahead and get some help and get some advice about this. Mm-hmm. And what I started to do was sh- share that with a few select people because p- when people, you know, meet me, they make the automatic assumption, Oh, she got all her stuff together. Oh, sure. And yeah. And she's so oh, bright. yeah.
1: Yeah. Which, yeah. So
0: I then had some people share with me, You too? Oh, my gosh. I thought I was the only one. Now, hear me this. I I do this for a living, which means this sharing and storytelling, I've been doing it for 20 plus years, most of my life. Mm -hmm. But it's still things that we go through that we're afraid to share because we're afraid of being judged. And as a result of opening up and sharing my foibles with money, it allowed me to meet somebody now that I'm meeting with. And they just, it's not really, you know, hard guidance, but it's just something I can bounce off of them. And they say, well, you may not want to do that right now. And that gives me comfort. So it allows us to connect in a way it allows mm-hmm. us to make um commonalities mm-hmm. so that people then trust you they know who they're dealing with they know they get the truth so that's the basics of storytelling. It really is. You don't have to have amazing stories like some of the ones you shared, which are fantastic. Um, the
1: people that mm-hmm. did the thing with the car, that's yeah. in Tampa, which is yeah, where I live. Yeah, it was in Tampa. Um, did, did you hear – not not to digress, but did you hear that story in Tampa? Did you hear yes, about that? Yes, I did. Oh, good. I did. I oh, it. good. Well, I'm glad. It,
0: and I actually read it online too. So oh, it's perfect. an amazing story. Mm-hmm. But what I do hear from a lot of people when they say, okay, uh, ask me, what do I do? I tell them and they say, well, I ain't got no stories. They think that they have to have lived or gone through something like that, Uh which is something amazing, something – and I'm like, no, your story could be as simple as mm -hmm. getting up out
1: of bed in the morning, Mm
0: -hmm. brushing your teeth, taking care of your children, going to
1: get coffee. Yeah. I I had the same thing in my mind, same exact thing. I don't have, you know, I I lived kind of a whole hum and kind of, but then exactly. But it's it's about making that shift and looking at things a little bit different in terms of just taking the subtleties and the it it's it's the it's the depth of things that people don't don't realize and then because there's really yes. and, and then it's the connection and the one thing that and i'm not going to harp on this for a long time but as experts because we both are experts in our field mm-hmm. i and i don't know and i'm not going to speak for you but for me at, when i first started this i thought well if i'm going to put myself out as an expert that means i have to have all of my shit together and i and yeah. i can't and i can't be and i can't have because somebody's going to look at me if i say oh i'm just a dumpster fire they're going to say well why the hell am i paying this guy to, to help right. me become a, you know, a better person or expand if this guy's just a mess. So that's, that's a fine line that, that experts or people that, if, if, that are in a position of, of expertise or, you I don't know, not a higher position, but you know what I mean, that, that they, that that's something you wrestle with in terms of if I am vulnerable about this, am I going to lose, you know, their respect? But I have to say for the record, in nine times out of ten that I found after I've started being more vulnerable and I started uh, being more uh, open and honest about my own journey that uh, that it really resonates and there's more and there's a better connection. and I think that's the shift mm-hmm. that we all need to make. Now, that being said, how do you have like a like one tip somebody can just take and just to kind of immediately have in their mind when they start to talk to somebody, or they want to tell a story that they, that they have from their past that they can get better at it. They can do it a little bit better.
0: The main thing is – and let's just take it where you're essentially storytelling in a conversation. I'm not even going to go where you're on stage or anything like that. Mm-hmm. First, listen to the other person first. <laughs> Don't be – because sometimes you've got those stories you're just itching to tell them because it's your favorite story and you can't wait. Uh, talk to the person and hear what they're about first. Um, Because sometimes you can get a lot of clues by listening and watching others. Then if you're telling the story, uh, be very careful about if it's a story where the ending was good, sometimes it's not always a good thing where you are the hero. Hmm. Because then it sounds like you're bragging and Mm -hmm. boasting. Mm -hmm. So that's why I say if it is a good um, ending, then, then you go into the story and pick the vulnerabilities where you might have messed up before there was a problem or conflict or whatever, and then it ended up good. Um, then that's something to pay attention to. Um, It's really hard to start off with storytelling and think okay right off the bat i'm going to be able to tell the right story the right way it does take time yeah. it takes practice yeah, and you have to discern and pick out the pertinent bits of the story i was um, an exercise i take some of my clients through is i say okay do you uh, have a story they say yes i say okay how long's the story oh it should take about five ten minutes i say great tell me the story in one they wow. like one what i like one minute what do you move one minute one mm-hmm. minute, which means get to the nitty-gritty, the essence of the story in one minute. And that forces a person's brain to get to the emotion, to get to the point quickly.
1: Wow. What you? Yeah. Yeah. We
0: take that one-minute story, even though I didn't do it with you. <laughs> you didn't need, we didn't need to with you. But then we go from the one-minute story, and then if it's we're going to put it in a sales pitch, or if we're going to put it uh, for a speech, then we can flesh it out with character, making sure the characters are right. Then we can really talk about the details as far as the conflict, whatever the problem is, whatever the solution, and then we can build from there. Mm -hmm. So be brief. uh, Perfect. That's it. it. So what what advice would you give to people
1: about storytelling? Well, be brief. That's it. Done. Mic drop. You're off the stage. That's it. <laughs> be brief. So how can, so, which is actually great. It, that's actually, it, it's so simple yet so complicated. So how could somebody get a hold of you if they want to take their storytelling or take their, just take their communication effectiveness to, to a next level?
0: Probably the easiest way to get hold of me is to email me. So that would be Jen at Miss Jen, Jen at MS Dot com because I travel and I'm uh, out and about So any other way will probably be a little bit difficult But if you just shoot me mm-hmm. an email And say that you heard me on Tony's show mm-hmm. um, Then I'll know for sure exactly you know um, How wonderful his show is and people are listening <laughs> And then also too that you have some um, interest And then all we'll do is have a conversation uh, Tony will tell you I'm not one of these people That's trying to sell you anything No, my goal is to find out where you're at exactly what you want to do with your storytelling. Because again, it is more than just uh, speech. It could be for sales. It could be for branding. It could be for marketing. Mm-hmm. It could be for networking. There's a whole other slew of applications that mm-hmm. you can use the basics of storytelling for. And uh, we'll have a conversation and then we'll just take it from there.
1: Awesome. And then your the, the name of the company is Endless po- Your Endless Possibilities. Yes. And then, endless possibilities. and then in terms of just the website, it would be
0: uh, uh miss jen and that's
1: dot ncom awesome jen thank you so much if you want to listen to this uh, you want anything else in terms of any other podcasts or videos or anything javabud.com j-a-v-a-b-u-d all my stuff is there you already know that i'm on instagram facebook twitter snapchat and all that other stuff as well as uh you, know, you can find the book you can find the book on amazon again thanks jen I really appreciate it and looking forward to our session today and uh, for everybody else, I will talk to you next week. Thanks. Bye.